Welcome to today's podcast. My name is John Pride, and I trust you will be blessed by what you hear. May God impart his knowledge, reveal his understanding, and give you his wisdom as you live the wisdom of God. The next segment is regarding Psalms 91, the protective chapter. I'm sure many of you all have been quoting it during this time. You know, in the medical field, you've probably heard these initials PPE, which stands for Personal Protective Equipment. You know what? The body of Christ has her own PPE, and it's called the 91st Psalm. And, uh, and I'll go ahead and go through this, and I'll point out some several very interesting aspects of the 91st Psalm and, uh, and how we're going to gain all of these benefits that, that is provided by God in this and what we must do, what required, what do we have to do in order to obtain it. Verse 1, it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, this is in the King James Version, by the way, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The word dwelleth is to live continually in a permanent place. And the word secret place is to be protected by a covering. You'll see a common thread through all these verses, protection. Protected by a covering of the Most High shall there's, there's no uh, ifs, ands, or buts about it. Shall, it's a definite, shall abide. Now, that means to stay permanently. That means every day you must stay in the presence of the Lord. That is your safe place. That is your protected place. Every day, stay in the presence of the Lord. That is the requirement that we must make. It says, under the shadow. The word under the shadow is a hovering over hovering over a defense, a resistance against an attack or protection. Verse 2 says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. The word refuge means shelter, hope, trust, protection. The word safety, anything a person needs to escape from harm is included in refuge. And the word fortress in the Hebrew means a stronghold, a well-fortified place with exceptional security. And the word trust there, in whom will I trust, is to feel secure. And that's the way you should feel. You should feel secure, not afraid. If you trust in God, you will feel secure. And verse 3 says, surely, that means no doubt, that means no fear. Surely, he, God, shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, now, the word snare means to catch by trickery or to, to spread a net like a trap. And the word fowler here is, uh, means to be entangled by a snare with difficulties and confusion. Difficulties and confusion, that's what the devil will use, tries to get us to be snared with difficulties and confusion. And he surely he shall deliver thee and from noisome, Pestilence. The word noisome here, also noxious, if you've heard the word noxious, means harmful to your health or physical well-being. And that's an adjective here describing pestilence. Now, the word pestilence is not locusts and things like that. Here in the Hebrew means, get this, a deadly and highly infectious epidemic disease. That's exactly what it means a deadly and highly infectious epidemic disease. You know, if I didn't know better, I'd think that the, this verse was written one month ago, not thousands of years ago, because it pertains to us today. It describes exactly what we're going through. And we will go through it, by the way. 
In verse 4, God, he says, He shall cover thee, God shall cover thee with his feathers, and his wings shall thy trust, his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Now the word uh, cover, he shall cover thee, means to cover over or to protect, which is a shield you from anything that could harm you. You're well protected. And it says, with his feathers, the word feathers means a wing of feathers. It protects a bird from the elements. It creates a shield of protection, which is uh, to shield you. Uh, wings, And the word wings means protection. See how often and frequently the word protection comes up throughout this whole chapter. Shall you trust? Trust meaning to have hope in or to put your trust in for protection. And his truth, meaning stability, certainty, and trustworthiness. We can relax. You don't have to be uptight. You don't have to be anxious. You don't have to be in fear. Trustworthiness or truth, you can relax. And the word shield, something used for guarding and protecting. And the word buckling, something surrounding the person that protects them. So you're completely surrounded with protection. Verse 5 says, they shall not be afraid. That's, they shall, thou shalt, that means you, shall not be afraid. That means fear. You should not have fear for the terror by night. The terror is to be in fear. This is intense fear or anxiety. If you had any anxiety attacks over this thing, it says, thou shall not be afraid for the terror, which means anxiety, by night, the word ignite is not, not the word night. It means adversity, which is an opposing what you want to do, something opposing you, nor for the arrow, which means the evil plots of the wicked that flieth by day. Now, verse 6 says, nor for the pestilence. This is the same as the verse before describing the, the pandemic that walketh. Now, the word walketh here is not step, step, step like we walk. It means spreads rapidly. Does that sound familiar to anything? That spreads rapidly in darkness, not the word darkness, it's obscurity, which means you, cannot, you, you don't see it and it's unknown and it's obscure. Nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. The word destruction is sudden death and the word wastes is to destroy gradually, wearing away or to devastate. Noonday means when least expected. Verse 7, a thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come near you. A thousand means a thousand. The word fall means die at thy side. And the word 10,000 here doesn't necessarily mean the, the, the number 10,000. It means abundance in number, a myriad, which is a very great number of people, many, perhaps even millions at thy right hand, but it shall not come near you. And that's your declaration. It's not going to come near me in the name of Jesus. And we have it right here in his word. Verse eight, only with thine eyes shalt thy behold and see the reward of the wicked. Now the word behold is to regard in favor. And the word see is to perceive, to become aware of, and to see the reward. That The reward here on the wicked is retribution or recompense. It's not a good reward. It's a bad reward. The wicked will get what's coming to them for what evil they have done. And the word wicked is mean ungodly people, morally wrong, wicked or bad person. Now, verse 9 says, Because thou hast made 
The Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. The word refuge here, remember, it's, it's the same as in back in verse 2. Shelter, hope, trust, place of refuge, protection, and safety. And the word habitation is your dwelling place, wherever you are. Verse 10, there shall no evil, no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. The word evil is several things. The word evil is adversity, affliction, calamity, distress, grief, pain, wicked, trouble, sorrow, misery, sickness, persecution, and loss. Any and all of those things, there shall no evil befall, which means to happen to occur to you, thee, neither shall any plague, the word plague here is an infliction, uh, which is an infectious epidemic disease that causes high mortality, is what we read earlier, shall come near thy, your dwelling, your home, or wherever you are. Verse 11, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. The word angels is angels. Charge, to give charge a duty or responsibility committed to the care of you. That's the angel's job, is to care for you, protect you over thee, to keep, that is to guard, protect, and to attend to. They have been assigned to you. They have a job to keep and protect you in all things, including what we're going through today. In thy ways, which is, means their course of life or the things you're doing throughout life. Verse 12, they, the angels, shall, that's a definite, bear thee up. The word bear thee up is to lift up or to spare, which is to refrain from inflicting injury or harm. So anything that comes in your direction, the angels are going to lift you directly above it and the thing's going to pass right on by. It's going to lift you up above it in their hands or in their power, lest thy dash thy foot against a, zone, a stone. Dash is inflict a disease or plague, which is an epidemic disease that we talked about earlier, or to smite down. See, he's going to raise you up above those things, and it won't even touch you. And what we're dealing with right today is going to go right on by, and it's going to pass you by, just like the people back in, 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 in Israel whenever they put the blood over the doorway in, or during Passover. That disease passed over them. Well, we're going through the same thing today. It's going to pass over you just like it did them. We have the blood of Jesus covering our doorways. And it says, uh, and a foot against a stone. The word foot is the ability to endure. And you have that. So don't worry about it. Take it one day at a time here. And the verse 13 says, Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon, shalt thy trample upon under feet. The word tread is to trample and to crush underfoot. They are under your feet. You have authority over it. And verse 14, Because... There's a reason here. He has set his love upon me, God. Therefore, conclusion, will I, God, deliver him? I, God, will set him, that is you, on high. The word set him on high means this, to be lofty, inaccessible from danger, to be safe and strong. In other words, out of harm's way. You're going to be lifted up by the angels and God's going to make sure that you're out of harm's way. So trust in him. And I will set him on high because he hath known my name. And there you go. You stay in touch with, in tune with God. 
You, you stay in the presence of the Lord. Remember our requirement from verse 1. Verse 15, he shall call upon me, that is God, and I will answer him, that is to respond to or to speak to. I will be with him in trouble. Now the word trouble here is uh, affliction, adversity, anguish, tribulation, distress. And there was another word here. It was adversary. And I looked up the word adversary in the, in the dictionary even. And you know what it says? It says the devil or Satan. So anytime the devil or Satan comes near you or tries to put anything, I will deliver him. He will, God will deliver you. And in and honor him, it says, and honor you. So if he's going, when he's going to deliver you, it means he's going to cause you to escape, to, uh, to get out of the way, to be safe. And the word honor here is not only to honor you, but it's to be rich. Takes us back to Meshach, uh, uh, Meshach uh, <laughs> and Abednego. Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So I'm sorry. And so it takes us back to what happened to them too. When they went through, endured, and they endured that as well. But he, God delivered them from that fire. But remember what happened at the end. He made, they made him prosperous. God made them prosperous. It says right here the same thing, that he's going to make you prosperous. He's going to not only honor you, but he's going to make you rich. And, verse, and not only that, verse 16, last verse here, with long life will I satisfy him. The long life means that, long life. You're going to live old age and, and be healthy and strong, and I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Now, the word salvation is not salvation in the firm of, uh, term of getting saved. Here it means victory, prosperity, health, help, and deliverance. So in verse 16, with long life I will satisfy him and show him victory, prosperity, health, help, and deliverance. Amen? You receive that? That's good news, guys. So that's our PPE, Psalms 91. Now let's look at... Uh, now, through that whole chapter, I wrote down 28 blessings we receive from Psalms 91. And here they are in number. And keep in mind, I'm gonna, before I give you those, I'm going to tell you what we must do in order to obtain these 28. Because we must receive, uh, we must, in order to receive all 28 blessings, we must to continually live under the covering of God's presence. God's presence, that is a choice on your part. You must push into God. You must draw him, stay in his word, stay in prayer, stay in touch with the Holy Spirit. There, he may be telling, need to be telling you something. So stay in tune with him at all times. Staying in the presence of the Lord, that is requirement for us. If you do, then you're entitled to these 28 blessings. Number one, protection. As we said earlier, it goes throughout the entire chapter. Number two, resistance to attack. Number three, shelter. Number four, hope. Number five, trust. Number six, a place of refuge. Number seven, safety. Number eight, escape when needed. Number nine, a fortress. Number 10, security. Number 11, shield from harm. Number 12, certainty. Number 13, trustworthiness. Number 14, stability. Number 15, guarded. Number 16, defense. Number 17, not be afraid. Fear not. Number 18, favor. Number 19, angels caring for you. That is, they're going to keep you from harm. Number 20, no sickness or disease. Number 21, victory. Number 22, prosperity. 
Number 23, health. Number 24, help. Number 25, deliverance. Number 26, long life. Number 27, honor. Number 28, delivered from harm. Amen? There's a lot there. It's all for you. It's all for every one of us is entitled to it. Thank you, Father. Thank you for joining me today. I pray that wisdom will be in every decision you make and that God's goodness and blessing will be released into your life.